0: Can you tell me a story?
1: Hello, listeners. Welcome to our podcast. Nana, can you tell me a story? In each episode, we bring you a new story from India.
0: Nana, in the holy episode, you said that we will tell the story of the Savatars. Is that what we're going to talk about today? Oh, and yet another word made of two words. Thus means ten, right?
1: You are right, Adya. I did say in the last episode that I could tell the story of the Shavatars in our next episode. Well, let's talk about the Shavatars. And you are right. The Shavatar is made of two words, Das and avatar, which means ten avatars are ten incarnations. Can you tell our listeners? Whose incarnations are the Savatars? And can you name some of the Dashavatars?
0: Of course. Thus Avatars are the ten incarnations of Bhagwan Vishnu. Aren't Sri Ram, Sri Krishna, and nursing Avatars of Bhagwan Vishnu? Oh, Nana, this reminds me of the show we watched Avatar the Last Airbender. I think it's based on what we might talk about today.
1: Oh, yeah. Why don't you tell the listeners how the two are related?
0: Just like Bhagwan Vishnu is reborn, the avatars in the show are reborn. For example, when Avatar Kiyoshi died, Avatar Roku was
1: born. Isn't that interesting? There is also a movie Avatar that may also have its origin in the Hindu religion concept of rebirth. Let's come back to our main story. As you correctly said Sri Ram Shri Krishna nursing are avatars of Bhagwan Vishnu that are well known. How about we talk about the first avatar in this episode?
0: Sure but Nana why did Bhagwan Vishnu have to be born as a human in the first place so many times
1: That is a great question Adya To understand the reason why Bhagwan Vishnu had to be born as an animal or a human several times we want to talk about few things that Hindus believe in we talked about a couple of these in our diwali episode but let's talk about them again first hindus believe in rebirth or birth after death according to hindu mythology brahma created 8.4 million forms of life on this earth. And human life is the most advanced life form among them. For a living being to get the life of a human, it has to go through all 8.4 million forms of life. A living being may remain in a cycle of birth and death or move to another form of life. Everyone is responsible for what they do in their lives. Are the decisions they make, whether they are humans, gods, or any other living being. The next life of a living being is based on the actions of the previous life. Even Bhagwan Vishnu has to be responsible for his actions, and they are one of the reasons for his birth as a human or an animal. Second, another aspect of life is, that all living beings have a physical body and a soul the physical bodies of all living beings are made of five constituents or elements called tattva that's a sanskrit word so these elements are tattva are chiti jal pavak gagan and samir are earth water fire, space, and air. After death, when a soul leaves the body and the body is cremated, all its elements merge back in the respective elements. Third, just like living beings on the earth, the earth itself has a lifespan and after its lifespan is complete, it gets covered with water and all the living beings vanish. The lifespan of the earth has four time periods called the yugas or yuga Satyuga, Treta, Dwapar, and Kalyuga. Kalyuga is the last yuga, and at the end of Kalyuga, the earth gets submerged in water and the life cycle ends. Based on Hindu belief, we are in Kalyug. Afterward, the new earth starts with all new life forms. Fourth, the trinity of gods, Brahma, Vishnu and Shiva, called Tridev, manages the universe. Brahmaji is the creator. Bhagwan Vishnu provides and nourishes life on the earth. And Shivji is responsible for death and life after death. While Brahmaji creates life on the earth, Bhagwan Vishnu ensures a balance is maintained between good and evil. And whenever earth or living beings on the earth seek his help, he will either take birth or appear to help them. Sometimes he may be born as a human or another life form. and that is what is called the reincarnation of Bhagwan Vishnu or the Shavatars of Bhagwan Vishnu. Now let's talk about your question. Why was Bhagwan Vishnu reborn ten times? And the answer is to protect the universe against evils and that good prevails over evil. Bhagwan Vishnu appears or is born in various life forms. avatars are 10 avatars of Bhagwan Vishnu that helped life on earth to survive. For each reincarnation, there are specific reasons, for example... In the holy episode, we discussed how Bhagavan Vishnu took the form of a human-lion hybrid, our avatar, to protect his devotee, Prahlad, and punish the demon, Hiranyakaship. Sometimes, for an avatar, there may be multiple reasons or objectives. But during every incarnation, his goal is to establish the rule of law and put an end to evil, and protect humanity. Bhagavan Vishnu himself answered this question, why he was reborn again and again. In Bhagavad Gita, he said, Whenever humanity suffers, whenever evil becomes prevalent in the world, I am born on the earth to end humanity's sufferings and to ensure that good prevails over evil.
0: Nana, that's too much information. But who are the dust avatars?
1: They are in the order they appeared on the earth. Matsya, Kurma, Vara, Nursing, Vaman, Parashuram, Ram, Krishna, Buddha and Kalki. But before I tell the stories of the Shavatars, let me tell an interesting and modern interpretation of the Shavatar. While Hindus believe in the creation of life by Brahma, a living being has to go through 8.4 million forms of living creatures before birth as a human. I mentioned this before too. This could be interpreted as the evolution of humans through 8.4 million life forms. The Dasha avatar can also be interpreted as the evolution of life. The first avatar, Matsya, is an aquatic form of life. The second avatar, Kurma, is an amphibian form of life. The third avatar, Varaha, is a boar. The fourth avatar, nursing, is a half-human, half-lion, before the avatars become a human. When the avatars became a human, first it was as a short human, Arvaman, then Parashuram, a warrior, followed by Ram, a prince, then Krishna, who was born in captivity, raised by a cowherder and farmer, and then Buddha, a prince who denounced royalty.
0: Wait a minute, wait a minute. What about the last one?
1: Well, the last avatar hasn't been born yet. So let's tell the Avatar stories. So here is how the story of the first incarnation, Matsya Avatar, goes. Many thousands of years ago, the lifespan of the earth was going to end and the earth was going to be submerged in water. Tridevs considered options how could the continuity of life be maintained. When life on earth ended, Bhagwan Vishnu helped in preserving at least one specimen of each life form by being born as a fish. King Satyavrath, a noble human and sage, was the chosen one to help with the cause. In a previous life Sativrath worshipped Brahmaji and Brahmaji granted him a wish that he would be instrumental in protecting life on earth. When the life of earth would end and new earth would begin. So when the end of the earth was near, Brahmaji went to sleep, and his knowledge disappeared. One day, King Satyavrath was taking bath in a river. And after his bath, he was offering prayer to God's son with his hands held like a cup containing river water. He saw a small fish in his hand. He gently dropped the fish in the river. Suddenly, he thought that the fish was talking to him. It said, "O oh, noble king, please please don't leave me in the river water because bigger fish may harm me. Please save me. The king put the fish in his water container and brought it home. He was surprised to see that the fish grew within hours and was too large to fit in the container. The king then transferred the fish to a pond, but the fish again grew Too large to fit in the pond. The king had to transfer it to a river and even there the fish grew to a size that it had to be transferred to the ocean. First the king was surprised but then scared to see the growth of the fish. He thought it could not be a simple fish. It has to be a divine life. With folded hands he bowed to the fish and said, O divine life, who are you? Please show me your real form. The fish responded, You are right, king. And suddenly the king saw Bhagwan Vishnu's form emerge from the fish. The fish said, O noble king, you may not remember, but you are destined to save life when Earth's life ends. On the seventh day starting today, the Earth will be submerged in water. Just before that, a large boat will appear in the water. You should collect seeds and specimens of all the living things. And along with seven sages, you should ride the boat. There will be darkness all around you. But because of the power of seven sages, you will be able to see things. I will help the boat stay afloat until the water recedes and everything returns to normalcy. Afterwards, King Satyavrata gathered seeds of various life forms. He contacted seven sages who were waiting to hear from him and told them what Bhagwan Vishnu had instructed him to do. At the destined time, the water level in the ocean started rising. When King Satyavarat saw this, as instructed by Bhagwan Vishnu, he gathered the collection of seeds of various life forms. Seven sages also arrived suddenly a large boat appeared in front of them. The king along with sages and seeds got into the boat and as soon as they got in the boat, the earth was fully under water and the boat started shaking furiously. At the precise moment, the large fish put Its snout under the boat, and the boat stabilized. The fish kept pushing the boat in the ocean for days and months until the water receded. And the earth re-emerged from the ocean. Soon, the earth was re-inhabited with life, and the fish as well as the boat disappeared. This was the story of the Matsya what do you think, Adya? Do you have any questions? Any comments?
0: That was such a fascinating story. I have so many questions. But I think I have the an answer to the first one. What does Matsya mean? It means fish, right?
1: You are right, Adya. Matsya means fish.
0: But Nana, why a fish? Why was the first avatar of One Vishnu a fish? Why not any other animal?
1: Honestly speaking, Adya, I'm not sure I know the reason. I can try to give a logical reason. Since the earth was going to get submerged in water, don't you think an aquatic animal would be the appropriate animal to survive? Of all the aquatic animals, which one would be the best animal that would be able to support the role. The ocean is home to all kinds of fish, including very large and strong fish. That is why I think fish was chosen for the role.
0: You're right. It does make sense, Nana. But if the earth would submerged in water, wouldn't just land-based forms get wiped out? But why would other life forms such as those living in water or air would die?
1: Once again, Atya, I don't know the answer to this question either. I do agree with your rationale. I would add though that the conditions for any life form to survive when the earth was fully submerged in water could be minimal Because the various life forms on the earth depend on each other for survival.
0: Last question, Nana. Why did life on earth have to end by submerging in water? Why not a fire or a drought?
1: (laughs) Man, you stubbed me again. My guess would be re-emergence of life would be easier when the earth got submerged in water and did not get destroyed by fire or drought. Fire or drought will be more devastating to life and damage would be irreversible. That's what I think.
0: I thought of another question. When the earth was submerged, why was it called the end of earth? It was just the end of various life forms.
1: Yet another interesting question, Adya, for which I have to give my logical explanation. You are right. The life of earth did not end. Rather, the life forms inhabiting the earth ended. But we regard the earth as our mother because it nurtures our lives. You could also say, The earth is alive because of all the life forms living on the earth. If the life forms of the earth are wiped out, doesn't it make sense to say that the life of the earth ended? This was today's story. I do want to end the episode with a message that we should not do anything that will risk the well-being of the earth. Climate change, deforestation, and endangering the life of animals and plants may also harm the life of the earth. And in turn, that will harm the life of all the living forms of life. Thank you for listening. This is the story for today. We will be back with a new story in our next episode.
0: Bye, and have a good rest of your day or night or whatever time you're listening to it.
1: Please subscribe and provide your feedback. We'll see you with a new story in the next episode.
0: And if you want my Nana to tell a specific story, please leave us a comment.
1: You can send your request by email also. Our email address is shukla rrap at gmail.com. I will spell the email address S H U K L A R R A P at gmail.com.
0: Bye bye!